the Naval Academy Museum presents a history of the Navy in 100 objects. Last Thursday, the 4th of July, was marked in Boston by a special event, the annual turnaround cruise by the USS Constitution. The cruise celebrates our nation's birthday as the ship is towed out into the harbor and midway through the voyage fires a 21-gun salute in exchange with Fort Independence on Castle Island. The voyage is about 4.5 miles in total length and usually lasts about three hours. On this particular voyage, she was accompanied by our very own 100 Objects volunteer, Rod Dotty, who is a volunteer with the Naval History and Heritage Command and helps to manage the 100 Objects Facebook page and Twitter account. Recall that in Episode 6, we talked about Constitution's development, along with her other sister frigates at the end of the 18th century. We also talked about her exploits in our episode about the chase, where, heavily outnumbered by a pursuing British squadron, she used her sea anchor and rowboats to escape. Constitution and her sister frigates at the time were the most powerful frigates in the world, and their design marked a quantum leap forward in naval technology. For today's episode, in celebration of Independence Day, we break from our current position in naval history just before the Civil War, so that we can return to a model of the Constitution located on the second deck of the Naval Academy Museum, and a model facing it of the British frigate HMS Guerriere. In comparison to the great European continental conflict of the first two decades of the 19th century, the War of 1812 pales in scale. But for the U.S., at that time a small, fledgling nation still struggling to find an identity, and facing renewed hostilities from the greatest naval power on earth, Constitution represented a glimmer of hope and served as a symbol of the United States' struggle. During the War of 1812, Constitution won three major battles against British ships and finished the war undefeated, thus inspiring the American people. Throughout this period, she was captained by legends of the early Navy. Under Isaac Hall, Constitution was pursued by the British squadron and escaped with her sea anchor. She later returned to attack one of her pursuers, defeating HMS Garrier. Under William Bainbridge, Constitution defeated the Java, and under Charles Stewart, she simultaneously defeated HMS Cyane and HMS Levant. In a future episode, we will meet with Lieutenant Commander Claude Barraby, director of the Naval Academy Museum and author of the book Call to the Sea, Captain Charles Stewart of the USS Constitution. HMS Cyane, captured by Charles Stewart and the Constitution, was eventually taken into U.S. service sinking later in 1835. However, two years after her sinking, a new sloop was constructed and launched with the same name, and it was this second Cyane to which belonged the journal documenting the events of the Mexican War that we featured two weeks ago. Constitution won several other smaller battles and captured or destroyed many British merchant vessels but it is her battle with the Guerriere that cemented her forever in the hearts of the early citizens of the United States. And today, she continues to inspire similar loyalty and patriotism. For more on her first historic battle, we go to retired museum director Dr. Scott Harmon. This time we're talking about one of the first battles of the War of 1812, uh, featuring 
the United States frigate Constitution, rated at 44 guns, and the British frigate HMS Guerrier of 38 guns. The Constitution we've talked about before in the chase, uh, she was here in Annapolis Harbor at the beginning of the war, uh, went out, had an encounter with a British squadron, managed to escape from that, uh, went into Boston to replenish her stores, went out to sea again, and on the 19th of August, 1812, encountered one of the ships that had given her chase the month before. This was the HMS Guerriere. Now, in this exhibit case, we have models of the Constitution and a British frigate similar to the Guerriere. Uh, these are to the same scale, uh, and by analyzing them, comparing them, you can see that the Constitution is a much larger ship than the Guerriere. You can look at the height of the mainmast of each, the heights of the bowsprits, uh, get an idea that the Constitution is a much larger ship. There had been friendly debates before the war between American and British naval officers on who had the better ship. Uh, the British claimed theirs were, although smaller, they were more agile. Their lighter guns be could be loaded and fired much more rapidly. Uh, the ship could maneuver much more rapidly than the large American frigates. Well, on the 19th of August, 1812, those claims were proven not justified. The American frigate Constitution was able to load and fire her guns, able to maneuver as rapidly or more rapidly than the British ship. It was a very short battle, only about a half an hour of actual combat. In that, uh, the cannonballs from the Guerriere were bouncing off the sides of the American ship. And one of the American sailors yelled out, huzzah, our sides are made of iron, which gave us the nickname Old Ironsides for this famous ship. This was the first in the series of battles in the next uh, six, seven months in which American uh, frigates and sloops of war uh, defeated British ships. Uh, there was one exception to this, which we'll probably talk about later. But in this seven months, uh, the Royal Navy had to change its approach. They had been fighting France for almost 20 years. And in that period, British ships very seldom lost a battle with French or Spanish ships. They had a habit of winning. But here with the American frigates, the Constitution against the Guerriere, the USS United States against the Macedonian, the Constitution again against the Java, British Admiralty sent out orders that British ships were not supposed to meet American ships on a one-to-one -one basis because they would lose. Well, uh, this was the first in a series. It changed the British attitude about American uh, ships. We built outstanding vessels. Uh, they're very durable. Of course, Constitution is now more than 200 years old and is still on exhibit in Boston, where you may visit her. But we'd like you to come to the Naval Academy Museum and see our displays on the Constitution, old iron sides. Thank you very much.